0: Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at maximum MaximumTEE at yahoo.com. P-A-L, Pirkei Treasury, Season 2, Chapter 2, Paragraph 18, perak Bet Mishnah Yunchet. Let's see what Rab Shimon has to say. Rabbi Shimon Omer Rab Shimon says, "Be meticulous in reading the Shema of and in prayer. When you do pray, do not make your prayer a set routine, but rather entreaty for mercy and a supplication before the omnipresent as it says, Chanun,' for He is gracious, and compassionate, who slow to anger, veravchesed." abounding in kindness, venicham al hara, and relentful of punishment, from Yoel, v'alti rasha b'fnei and do not judge yourself to be a wicked person. So we have good advice here. The whole perke of this is amazing advice, but let's see what we can get from this good advice here. So this is Rav Shimon ben Nissano, This is Shimon that we're talking about here, C210. He warns us here not to be punctual in, reciting the, in reading the Shema and in praying at the proper time. No, excuse me. He warns us here to be punctual, definitely be punctual, 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 in reading the Shema and in praying at the proper time, according to Rav and Rashi. So be punctual. There are set times for the reading of the morning and evening Shema and for the Shemona Esra prayer, and here Rav Shuman urges that Jews be meticulous in adhering to those schedules. The morning Shema must be recited during the first quarter of the daylight hours, and the morning Shema Nasserim must be recited during the first third of the daylight hours. The evening Shema must be recited after nightfall. The afternoon Micha prayer should be recited sometime between a half hour after midday and sunset. And the evening Marv must be recited after nightfall. Even piety must be sincere. Often one justifies extreme cruelty or other undignified behavior on the basis that his motive is for the sake of heaven. One should check his motives carefully and be sure that even what he ostensibly does for the sake of heaven is truly for heaven's sake and in tandem with God's standards. This thought is reflected in the words of King Solomon from Proverbs. The righteous one eats and his soul is satisfied while the stomach of the wicked constantly lacks. He who eats for his own pleasure is never satisfied since the eating is an end in itself. Righteous, however, use food as a vehicle to serve God and they achieve true satisfaction. So even though that's from the previous Mishnah, it's interesting because here... We're talking about mercy and supplication before God, and we have to not judge ourselves to be a wicked person. We have to make sure everything we do is for sincere reasons and try to be good, compassionate, and merciful to others, just like we should be merciful before God, because God tells us if we're merciful to others and we're merciful in nature, He will be to us as well. Three times, three symbols. Maral explains the significance of appointed times for prayer. This time slot for each of the three daily prayers allows man to exhibit a willingness to forego his own interests and in comfort and to express his dependency on God. In the morning, he would much prefer to pamper himself by remaining comfortably a seat. Instead, he arises for the morning prayers in recognition that he must seek his needs from God. In the heat of the business, day, he is engaged in pursuit of a livelihood, but he stops to turn to God in the middle prayer, thus reminding himself that his God was a true provider of a livelihood. At the end of a tiring day... When he seeks only rest and peace of mind, he delays his sleep in order to turn once more to God and thanks for a successful day and to pray for continued divine help. So let's see what else we can learn from the comments over here. So when you pray, do not make your prayer a set routine, rather mercy and supplication before God. The word keva connotes a steady obligation one seeks to be rid of, Rambam and Raviona. For prayer should never be performed perfunctorily, but as a burdensome duty that one seeks to be done with. Alternatively, keva is, mo- is used to mean an established amount. Thus, one must never view prayer merely as nothing more than a recitation of a certain number of prescribed verses. He should seek to add his own personal prayer in any language at the proper point in the service to the standard text, just as one always seeks the right words to elicit a favor from a friend, so he should go beyond the words of the sitter and express the feelings of his heart to God. To Pharisee strong. Bringing faith to life at the bottom. Doctrines of faith are, often remain abstract ideas rather than live realities in a person's life. Constant verbal expressions of these principles coupled with concentration of what they mean give them life and makes them a vibrant part of one's existence. Rev. Avram of Slanim homiletically renders the verse Ha'emantikiyadabir from Psalms as I believe the cardinal principles of Judaism when I spoke of them constantly reiterating them to myself. The constant daily repetition of the Shema and the prayers inculcate the basic tenets of the Torah. The Kuzenitzer Magid offers a novel understanding of Ravyona's version. It is not to be not difficult to be meticulous about a prayer in which one in which man makes personal requests of God. However, the recitation of Shema, which enjoins him to make commandments to love and fear God, and which teaches him to be ready for the ultimate sacrifice on God's behalf, since life without God is not worth living, is more difficult. Therefore, we are taught to be more meticulous in the recitation of Shema, which asks for self-sacrifice, than our general prayers for personal necessities. As a side note. During the day, during the <clears throat> daily three prayers, later I try to say my own things also, especially in the Elekinator portion, especially before we end with Ihi I- and Ose Shalom. So it's a good thing to add your own things, and I say it in English also. So the, the sages refer to prayer as a service of the heart. One should beg for God's mercy as if you're a beggar at the door who senses that this is the only place where his needs can be met. As Rav explains, and he must concentrate on the meaning of the words he says, as Rashi says. So we should always try to keep our mind involved and realize we're standing before God and we could talk about and ask anything from Hashem. And try to do what we can for Him in return as a servant of Hashem, as a as a prince and a princess of the ultimate king of Hashem Himself. As it says, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in kindness and relentlessness of punishment from you all. God is gracious and responds mercifully to pleas for grace, even when the supplicant cannot justify them. Hence, one should pray for his mercy, as Rashi and Rob explained it. By describing God this way, the verse alludes to three kinds of prayers, slow to anger and for divine mercy, asking God to await man's eventual repentance and save him from the punishments he deserves for sins, abounding in kindness, requests for divine beneficence, even though man does not deserve it. Relentful of punishment and treaties for atonement of previously committed sins and of the punishment man should receive for them. Even if man has been granted a stay of immediate punishment, he must pray for God's mercy through prayer, for God's extended mercy and slowness to anger can be suspended at any moment, as Raviona says. Meir explains the verse teaches that God responds to man with the attributes through which man addressed him. If man turns to him in supplication as a gracious and merciful God, he responds with graciousness and kindness. Do not judge yourself to be wicked. This follows Rambam's rendering. A person's standard of behavior is to a large extent influenced by his self-image. One who perceives himself as an evil person has no psychological safety net to prevent him from committing the worst of sins. I'm a wicked person anyway, he says. Why should I not indulge my baser instincts? Raviona also says one may become a prisoner of his self-image, unable to free himself of the burdens of past and repent. He says that compared to the terrible sins I've committed in the past, the sin I now contemplate is insignificant. One should not view himself as a wicked person hopelessly entrapped in a web of inquity. Rav Hirsch explains the flow of ideas in the mission. Do not allow yourself to be taken in by the erroneous idea advanced by alien philosophies that man must be crushed by the weight of his guilt, and that only through the gracious intercession of another can he be delivered from the burden of his sin. In reality, the, the one person able to free you from the chain of sins and raise you to the level of pure and free service of God is not other than yourself. Prayer uttered in the proper spirit will be the source from which you will derive the strength and divine aid that you need in all your efforts at self liberation from evil. The Talmud instructs us to consider ourselves as being among the wicked, even if all our contemporaries claim you are righteous, as Nita says. This does not contradict the Mishnah, since both must be followed. One who views life as a perfectly balanced combination of good and evil, one good deed will outweigh the balance in favor of the virtue, while well, one bad deed can tip it against us, God forbid. So we have to make sure that we view ourselves in the right way. And not to view ourselves as a wicked person, and we should also realize that we should be merciful and supplicated, supplicating before God, and don't make it a set routine, but pray with with compassion, with passion. Excuse me, and pray with zealousness. Realize that you're talking to God, and you can ask Him anything. And make sure that you're meticulous when reading the Shema. As always, it gives us good advice. And join us next time as we talk about some diligence and knowing what to answer others. And knowing before whom you stand and whom you toil here on the PAL with Tani G. And I'm your host, Tani G.